Hey, it's Jason here. I've got something special to share with you today. Earlier this month, Travis and I hosted the Big Leap Livecast. It was a live online event where we interviewed eight speakers from our upcoming Camp Indie event and asked them to share their personal story and their best advice for taking the leap from conventional lifestyle to a location-independent lifestyle, a travel-based lifestyle, working on something that you love and building something for yourself. And we were blown away by the advice they shared. And as soon as we started hearing all this incredible value and advice these speakers were giving, we thought we have to share this on the Location Indie podcast. So even if you weren't there during the live cast, you're here now. We've broken this up into eight different episodes. And in this one, you're going to hear from one of our speakers about how they took a big leap in their own lives. And whatever big leap is next for you, you're going to get some advice on how to tackle that in this show. So you are in for a treat. Before we dive in, don't forget, check out Camp Indie, I-N-D-I-E.com, CampIndie.com, and get your ticket to the world's most fun conference before March 1st, because the ticket prices are going up. And this is a conference that we are hosting, Travis and I are hosting, at a summer camp. Yes, you're going to get to go to summer camp and hang out with a bunch of amazing people, get plugged into a community that can help you take your next big leap because they say, hey, leap in the net will appear. But you know, isn't it smarter if the net's already there? And that net is a community that will support you. And that's what you'll find at Camp Indy. So come hang out, eat some s'mores, do some wakeboarding, shoot some archery, come to the 80s dance party. We have a ton of stuff going on there. It's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the interview. Thanks for listening. And we've got Chelsea here. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Nice to see you. Nice to see you guys. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you here. I mean, you were one of the first, if not the first person to agree to come speak and do a workshop at camp. So uh, yes. Camp Indy. So thank you for that. Uh, I, I'm so excited to share. You guys were such a huge part of my journey. So I'm just so excited to give back and share that with everyone else. Thank you awesome. so much. Let, um, let's hear about that journey a little bit, Chelsea, because we've got to follow it. Uh, I'm not going to say from the very beginning, but we have seen uh, we have seen the steps that you've gotten to take. And it's been super inspiring, motivating for us, for people in location, indie community, for anyone who you've been around because you've, you've made this lifestyle work for you. So tell us uh, what it looks like right now. So your current reality, what does your current lifestyle look like? Okay, so we are had a home base in Houston now. So we were nomadic for three and a half years across the US specifically. So now we're in a home base, but my business, how I earn a living, everything is 100% location independent. So we're able to travel as we want. Like my parents live in Oklahoma, so I'm able to go visit them for three, four weeks at a time, um, which is really great. So home base, but able to explore and have adventures from that. Nice. So, and, and like you said, now your income is 100% location independent, uh, whether that be Oklahoma, whether that be Houston, whether that be anywhere you are, whether that be a Camp Indy. Um, yeah. yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So then talk to us about what it looked like before. Okay. So 
back in, let's see. So before I had a big, you know, corporate job in the oil and gas industry, um, I was doing everything, you know, I got married, we bought a house, had all, all the things and just really wasn't happy with it. Couldn't figure out why I kept changing companies thinking, oh, if I work for a smaller company, maybe this will be better versus a big, huge corporation. Again, just wasn't happy and kind of a turning point for my husband and I, we, it's really funny. We were sitting or standing and Home Depot or Lowe's, I can't remember because we had to buy a new lawnmower and we were standing there and I was looking at the price tag and I was thinking, this is how much I paid for a round trip ticket to Hawaii when I was 19. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Why are we buying things for this house and filling things for this house when we're really not so that was our turning point. It was a lawnmower decision. And we sold our house a month later and moved into downsize, moved into a tiny one bedroom apartment. And that's kind of where our journey started on this location independent thing that honestly, I didn't know what it was till after I was already doing it. So yeah. I'm loving the, uh, the visual of you standing in front of the lawnmower soaking. I mean, that's, this is definitely the first time I've ever heard that a lawnmower kick somebody off on the location dependent journey. But like that's yeah. wonderful. I mean, because it, it kind of encapsulates this bigger idea of, you know, getting weighed down with stuff and not being on yeah. the right path, I guess. And uh, that seemed to be like a, a, a in your face visual representation for you, I guess. huh? Yes. Yeah. It was something, you know, we already kind of had that little voice or whatever telling us this might not be what we want to do. But we had no one around us and mm. everyone kind of thought we were degressing. Like, what do you mean you sold your house? Like, isn't that what you're supposed to do? You you're went married. to a small place. Step. You went backwards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, much smaller place and sold a lot of things, um, which was really fun, I think. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that real quick, because I, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people in that same boat. And we asked mm -hmm. in the very beginning of Live Coast, you know, to throw me in the chat box, if you didn't think people around you got what you wanted to do right like they, it's not that they're saying don't do it or they're like crushing your dreams and saying no you have to stay in your job but they just don't understand they don't understand Ooh. lifestyle they don't get how it's going to work and they don't really see the vision that you have and, and and you're in that spot so what how did you deal with that because people <laughs> will will have to put up with this like there's going to be people close to them that again even if they're not being mean they're just questioning and it's usually out of love but you have to you have to answer their questions sometimes. So what did you do? Um, it was a lot harder in the beginning. Now, I think everyone around me is pretty much like, oh, this is her thing. It's working. But in the beginning, it was really hard because when we, what happened is we sold our house and then my husband got offered a job six months later um, as a traveling superintendent for a construction company. So we were already kind of geared in a way where he could take it. And so we decided to sell the rest of our stuff, load our, sell our car. We had one car, load it up and go to Philadelphia for a job that he may not have in six months. Like it was a test period for six months. And so everyone was like, what are you guys doing? What if this doesn't work? You could like, you would have to come back and rebuy everything. And I'm like, I, we can deal with that when it happens kind of thing. So at first it was hard because people didn't understand. And most of the times it comes from love. Other times I think people maybe aren't as satisfied with their lives. And when they see you doing these big things, I think mm. it, they, they're not doing it. So I think that kind of has an effect on it. So you have to realize where they're coming from. Maybe they're in a situation they can't take a big leap or they're, they're too scared. So 
I just took everything with a grain of salt and just continued to listen to that little voice, that nudge um, that I was doing the right thing. And then now as things have unfolded, it's less and less that I have this resistance. Um, Because when we moved up to Philadelphia, I was still at my corporate job and I had people that I had met throughout my journey there that would just thought I was insane and like that they didn't want to deal with me professionally because I was like this loose cannon. So that was really hard because I thought I had built these relationships with people and colleagues and they're like, what is going on with you? We don't want anything to you know do with this location independent thing. So yeah. I would say just keep listening to your gut and just you know, push through. People are going to, as you make momentum, people are going to get it and people may not get it in the beginning and that's fine. Yeah, that's such a great point. Uh, I think there's, um, I always call it like a recalibration period, right? It's not just you that's recalibrating to your new mindset and new reality and new path of like, all right, we're going to go to Philadelphia. We don't know what's going to happen in six months, but we're just going to like trust that it's going to kind of work out or lead to the Mm -hmm. next thing and we'll figure it out. Um, But also it's the people around you that need to recalibrate, right? Like if you have mm-hmm. unsupported parents for some people or for some, it's maybe, you know, their best friends and, and maybe it's coming out of like jealousy or they just don't want them to leave because they're going to miss them. And mm-hmm. it can be a lot of reasons, you know, but eventually for the most part, I, I find that people do get used to accepting whatever the new thing is that the people that matter that love you, you know, will get used to that and hopefully accept it over time. But uh, what's a beautiful thing is walking into a room or joining a community or coming to a conference where like you already are accepted in that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a huge, that's one thing I didn't say is, so we were living in Philly and I was thinking, man, this is awesome. Like we're so happy. This is, we're, you know, getting to travel, all these things. So I started Googling what is this thing? And I find that it's a lifestyle and I find y'all's podcast and I binge listen to that and then join your community as soon as the doors open, like as soon as I got that email, I joined immediately. And that was a huge game changer for me because I was still in a corporate environment. No one was doing anything. I had a lot of resistance. And then I was meeting with people regularly and talking to people regularly who were trying to do this or already have done it. And so that support was huge, especially in the beginning when everything feels a little shaky. Yeah. What was, um? I just wanted to get a little bit of actionable actionable advice from you just kind of looking back and you know thinking what state you know various early stages say in your business whether it's uh, was through uh, the community like ours or maybe some other connections you made or maybe it was some I, I mean I dropped your website into the chat box so everybody could see the power of pop.com pop standing for productivity organization and planning which are three yeah. very important things <laughs> that you, you can need. see uh, oh. Chelsea uh, back at her wall I mean as right. if you need a visual representation of her planning skills. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we should lean on your expertise here. And maybe this is a little bit of a teaser of what you're going to be talking about at camp. But can you yeah. talk about um, some of the uh, just give us some advice for some people right now, wherever you're at in your journey, that may help them with uh, one of, or all of those three things? Yeah. So my advice first is to listen to that little intuition. I feel like when I am not getting quiet and listening to that, I I kind of get off track. And so if you have a little voice telling you something that this isn't right, like for instance, when I first started my corporate job, my first week, I knew it wasn't right, but I stayed in the corporate America for five and a half years. Oh, Why? Wow. I yeah. look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? I had that little voice, but I chose to ignore it. So every time I've listened to that little voice, it's always helped me. So 
The next kind of tip I have is I want everyone to dream big and think of, I call them your big life goals. And so these are things, you know, when you're 80, you're like excited that you accomplished. However, if you're only looking at those big goals, you're never going to take a step because they're scary, they're overwhelming. So it's good to visualize that, have that written down so you know where you're going, but take that and break it down into smaller bite-sized chunks and just get started. So say your big life goal is to write a book. What I would do is maybe you're not used to writing. So maybe it's just getting one of those journals that has the writing prompts in it and just taking 20 minutes every morning before you go to work and write and just get that consistency going down. So just starting, but starting small, because especially if um, like for me, I was just wanting to be my own boss and be able to work from anywhere. It wasn't necessarily that I wanted to travel the world in three years. Like I do want to travel and that's very important to me, but it's not my priority. It's, it's definitely being my own boss, scheduling my life. And so for me, getting that business started was a huge thing. So just starting small and just doing it because it is scary. But as you get into it, you learn and grow. My business, I've had, let's see, Power of Pop is my fourth business. And so, and this one is the one that I've learned all these things. I did stuff before I was location independent, but doing all these things you've learned and you grow. And so now when I made the leap to start the Power of Pop for my other business, I was, I had all these skills that made it a lot quicker. So even if this isn't your final business, just learn, you're going to learn every day. It's a steep learning curve. Sometimes like I am so tired of learning new things, (laughs) but it's always great because it's new every day. So, um, I don't think there's been a year that I haven't learned a big skill. So that's my advice is just dream big, have that goal, remind yourself of where you're going, but then break it down into actionable steps and what's ever actionable for you where you are at this time. Um, And then that can grow. Some of this is, uh, do you want to just give a little sneak peek on what you're going to be talking about at camp? Yes. So um, we, my whole thing is we're going to have all this motivation and inspiration and just awesomeness at Camp Indy, which I'm so excited about. However, when you leave, how can we harness that and just keep it going? So um, what I'm going to be teaching is taking those big ideas and helping you break it into actionable bite-sized chunks. So you have, when you leave Camp Indy, you have a three-month plan on what to do. So I don't like doing a year plan because things change, but three months, we can measure it out. We can make sure you're not trying to overwhelm yourself with We'll go over stuff like this on my back wall. And so that's what I'm going to help you guys do is definitely take your big stuff and then let's have an actionable actionable plan. So when you get home and you're rested and whenever you decide to roll into your office, you know what you're going to do. This is huge. I mean, this is something you can take with you forever, right? After that three months is up, you do it again and you do it again. And uh, Trav, uh, let me just do one thing here because uh, Chelsea has this really cool uh, wall calendar you can talk about the method, but what we want to do is buy one of these and give it away to somebody on this call. And uh, just tell everybody what the, the wall calendar is. Yeah. So this is um, my wall. I keep a six month rolling calendar. So this was what's really nice about being location, like having a home base, having a home office is I can actually put this on the wall and um, usually had it digital. So what this is, is um, I mark things off like the orange days are the days that I'm not working. So you have your do not work days. I see a lot and of then, there, Chelsea. I'm just, yeah, uh, there's good. a lot of orange. I'm taking a lot of trips this there, year. There should be a lot of, <laughs> a lot of orange in there. I, I want to see more orange. Chunks of orange. Orange yeah. is my new favorite color. <laughs> yeah. And then the green ones, which may look yellow, those are my CEO days. So those are the days that I take a high level look at my business, make sure everything's going, you know, 
what I need to do for accounting, all that stuff. And so I map those out. And then my blue days are um, my uh, uh, due dates. So I just launched a podcast. So that's why I have due dates for each podcast every week. Thank way. you. That. Yes, it's a week old. So yeah. uh, it's, it's you can find it at thepowerpop.com. It's all about productivity, organization, and planning. But um, And then the pink ones are growth-based action. So those are small things I try to do each week to get closer to my big goals. So I just map it out. It helps you map it out so you can see when you're planning how much real time you have. So, mm. you know, like if I'm taking a bunch of vacations and I'm going to be gone for two weeks, I doubt I'll be working like three days before or three days after. So I make sure to block that off. So when I'm planning for my goals each quarter, I know how many real days I have to work. So that's the secret there. <laughs> All right, how many? How are we giving this away? Trav, any ideas? I, I don't no. have any. Chelsea, do you have any ideas now we can Ooh. give one of these away? I don't know. I mean... I, here, here's one. I come up with one really quickly. Uh, whose birthday is closest to this to today, February 14th? Ooh. If anyone has a birthday within two weeks of February 14th, throw it in the chat box. Whoever's birthday is closest to today. Honor system. Honor system. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, I mean, there's no way for us to check this. But um, yeah, throw that in the chat box and yes. we will get you one of Chelsea's calendars. And um, all right, March 8th so far is in the lead. Ooh, uh, okay. li oh, February 23rd. January 29th. All right, which February 23rd is in Jason Robinson is in the lead right now. Um oh, Ray says Laura had her birthday yesterday. Uh-oh. All right. That might be a winner. That might be a winner. Um, yeah, Charles, I just wanted to hammer home the point that you made about Camp India and what you're doing there. I, I just want to say, has anyone just throw me in the chat box there? If you felt like if you've gone to an event, whether it be a conference or you've spoken to someone and you've had this like this mountaintop period where you're like, this is so amazing. Or maybe you came back from travel and so inspired, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you hit that downside and, <laughs> and you feel like you can't get out of it. And you're like, all my inspiration, all my motivation is uh, is done. Just throw me in the chat box if you've had that, because this is what's so awesome about what Chelsea's doing at camp. We know you're going to have an amazing time. Like there is no doubt in our mind. We're not worried about that at all. But we want it to be the start of something and to kickstart something. And that's why it's so great to have Chelsea there because she's saying, this is what's going to happen. Like, we're going to map a plan. You're going to feel like your motivation wanes a little bit. But it's not about motivation if you have your goals. You just continue to work through them. Yep. Awesome. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to hook up uh, Laura and Jason Robinson. That's Two winners. Two winners. Two right. winners. So, um, Chelsea, winners. thank you. You We're guys super are so excited welcome. to have you. Yeah, thanks for coming and spending your time to come here and share your knowledge, but also spending your time to come up and hang out with us at Camp Indy. Really I cannot wait. It. I'm so excited for those ropes course. I've never done one. So. <laughs> I know, me neither. Travis said he wants to race me on the ropes, ropes course. I'm like, there is right. a there's like there's like a little ropes course thing that you can go up. It's a there's a big ropes course, but just like a smaller version too that you can go up. And then there's a zip line, so you're supposed to race. Like two people are harnessed in next to each other, and you race up like this little rock wall ropes course. Hop on the zip line, and uh, yeah, there's like a finish line. So I'm very that was, excited. That sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. So Thank excited you. to have you at camp. Enjoy those orange days. In the meantime. <laughs> yes. Bye. <laughs> See you, Chelsea.